So, George, let's start uh, with your summer. Apparently, uh, you spent a lot of time back at Iowa State doing some good things. Yeah, uh, this summer uh, I was back at Iowa State um, for my uh, ba- uh, in fourth annual uh, basketball camp and then uh, my third uh, annual uh, charity golf outing. Um, you know, both of those things are important to me because the um, Ames, Iowa, Iowa State gave so much to me when I was in college that I just want to go back there and give back as much as I can. Um, the basketball camp was obviously for the kids. Um, ran a couple of drills, had a great day of fun, gave away a lot of free things, and it was a, it was a blast. Uh, the charity golf outing, we raised over $65,000 for um, organization called YSS it's youth uh, shelter services you know where they're taking kids that are in troubled situations and kind of give them a better opportunity going forward and the reason why that touches me is some kids are just you know dealt a bad hand so I definitely want to be a part of their development and giving them something good and and helping them grow because I know I was gifted and given so many opportunities and things just because of the situation I was born into and I understand that some people aren't as fortunate as I was so I want to make sure everybody was given an even chance in this life. Where does that come from? Uh, Is it just part of your upbringing? Where does the charity come from? Um, You know, I think it just comes from me realizing that I've been gifted in so many ways with good family, good people around me that I understand that other people, you know, sometimes are just, like I said, dealt a bad hand and aren't as fortunate to have the things that I had. And, you know, I really was blessed with the people in my life that helped me achieve my goals. And I want these kids to know that they can have the same opportunity, even if they don't have that support system that, you know, all you need is one person to believe in you and that I believe in them and the people that support me believe in them. And that's all you need to be successful in this life. When we've talked with you in the past, you see, you're kind of a, I don't want a renaissance man. Is that, uh, is that correct? I mean, you have other interests other than basketball. Yeah, you could say that, or an old soul, or one of those things. Um, yeah, you know, I really am a firm believer in just enjoying life and, and being happy all the time. I understand there's tough things that happen in life, but ultimately being happy. And Jeff Van Gundy actually told me one thing when he came to talk to uh, my college team, and he basically told me, he was like, you know, when you can sit back and genuinely be happy for someone else, that's when you really can start living. So I try to take that uh, into every step that I take in my life and really just try to never be down because something is going on well for someone else and just be happy that something is going well for someone else. Don't always focus on yourself. It's okay to put yourself second sometimes. What are your other interests? Um, You know, I love going boating in the summer, hanging out with my friends. Um, Here in Utah, we have a lot of what people call mountains. I like to go hiking in my spare time. Um, I've really gotten into reading books. Um, Such as? Um, right now, uh, or I was reading The Power of Moments, and um, I've, I read a lot of John Gordon books, uh, which are motivational, The Hard Hat, uh, The Energy Bus, um, and uh, right now I'm reading Chop Wood, Carry Water. Or, uh, yeah, Chop Wood, Carry Water. Um, so just I just like to get involved with many different things. I just, I'm, I'm open to a whole bunch of different things. Mm. Uh, what's your favorite kind of music? Uh, you know, I, I'm a mix of everything. I like rap, hip-hop. Country has really grown on me. You know, I like... Going country, huh? Yeah, country isn't bad. You know, you can ride around and, and listen to it, and it just seems seamless. <laughs> it is good storytelling. Yes, it is. They do tell a story in every in every song, that's for sure. Uh. So you mentioned uh, sort of unselfishness and how important that is, kindness, those things. 
Does that translate into basketball or is that uh, just a bunch of bull? Yeah, no, I think it translates. I think you should look at, you know, our team um, and, and what the Jazz organization stands for. Um, you know, just always making the other person's life a little bit better. And I think that's from top to bottom here. When I first got here, I came around a two-way contract. I could have easily gotten lost in the shuffle. But on a daily basis, Dennis was meeting with me, Justin Zanuck, David Morway, um, Coach Coach Quinn was meeting with me just on what the plan was for me and making my life easier when realistically when I came in they were uh, nine games below 500 they didn't have to say anything to me they had bigger things to figure out but they made me feel comfortable made me feel at home and by making me feel that way it makes me want to continue to give and do unselfish things for the new guys that come in or for people that come in to watch a practice because I was treated and, and greeted with such open arms that I want to do the same and make everyone feel as welcomed as I did when I first came Your story is notable because of your development. People have watched you grow right before their eyes. Yeah, no, it's pretty awesome. You know, I'm very thankful that I got to come here on that new uh, two-way contract. I really got to be a part of the team and really see a lot of amazing things. And then last year, being on the roster was awesome for me. You know, I, I really got to grow and develop as a player and seized my opportunity. And going into this year, I'm looking forward to a lot of wins, a lot of opportunities, and a, a lot of fun. How would you describe your best talents? Obviously, you can hit the deep ball. Yeah, I would say obviously shooting is something that separates me, but I just think my ability to play make and, and think the game and make the game easier for others is something that I really hold my hat on. Um, what I'm continuing to work on is being versatile on both both ends of the floor, whether that's playing in pick and roll or being able to guard multiple positions. I think the more you can do out there, the more it allows you um, to be out on the court. Back to the whole unselfishness thing. Some people think that you have some stars on this team. You bring in new, very good players. How does it all mesh? Uh, is there a chance that there could be some discord over who gets offensive opportunity? No, I don't think that's it at all. I think these guys are all coming in here focused on one thing, and that's winning. And I think uh, Coach Quinn has said it since I've gotten here, and the strength of the team is the team. And we realize that uh, we don't depend just on one guy. We depend on each other. Uh, a fist is stronger than one finger. I think that's that's something that we you know we hold our head on, and really believe that you know it may be someone's night one night, and it may be another person's night another night. You know we're just really not relying on one person. We're trying to do it all together because that's what this game is about. Team. Is that an anomaly in the NBA, that kind of attitude? Uh, you know, I can't speak on, you know, everybody else in the NBA, but I would say, you know, that's kind of it. Guys have their guys and what they demand out of them. And they want a certain number of shots. Yeah, exactly, and they depend on them. But, you know, really, that's not how this goes. Um, you, you look at the teams that have won in the past, and realistically it's, you know, you you got to have horses behind uh in the, in the stable to really be able to compete and win at this level. So I think it's huge for us to have a, a great team, 1-15, to 15, and I think we have that this year. Let's talk about the team. Uh, a lot of optimism. A lot of people looking at the Jazz as a dangerous contender. Yeah. How do you see it? Uh, you know, I, I really try to block out that noise because at the end of the day, like, teams aren't made on paper. I mean, obviously they're looking at us on paper, but I know what it takes to – come in and, and, and bring together a group and, and have those tough times. You know, there are going to be times where we're down and we're going to have to lift each other up and the grind of the season and get through it. So 
Um, obviously, I know in my mind what I expect out of our team, but I don't ever want to look at anybody else's expectations because none of theirs matters. and It only matters. The only opinions that matter are the ones that are in the locker room with us. So what are your expectations? Uh, my expectations are to go in and, and take it all. I mean, obviously, we want to be number one in our division. Uh, we want to have home court advantage when we play in the playoffs and make it to the finals and win. I think is, that's what anybody's goal is. Is that a chorus that you're hearing around the team players? Yeah, I think everybody's in here and, and they mean business. You know, I think obviously we enjoy being around each other, but at the end of the day when the ball goes up in the air, we know what time it is. So Mike Conley comes into this mix. Uh, what will he bring to the team as a whole and to you? Uh, you know, I think he brings a, a steady uh, leadership from the veteran role. Um, so it's not just a a Joe or a Rudy, it, it's a different voice. It's a guy who's been doing it 10 plus years, a guy that has played in a Western Conference Finals, um, a guy that has been doing this for a while and is just a, a natural leader. And the guy's just an amazing guy. I can't say enough about Mike and what he's already brought to the team and making guys feel comfortable. And, and there's, a, there's a calmness about him that he can spread to other guys where, you know, it's like, hey, I, we, we got this and we're going to handle business. And Donovan, do you expect him to uh, continue to advance his game? Yeah, I, I think the kid, there's nobody that works harder than Donovan. Um, the kid is endless when it comes to his work. He's always the first one in here, you know, the last one to leave. Um, he's had so much success, but that hasn't hindered his development at all. And I think that speaks a lot on his character. And I'm just excited to see what he's going to do this year. And Rudy? Oh, Rudy is a tremendous man. You know, two-time defensive player of the year. He really is the anchor of our defense. But I think the best thing about him is he's always trying to better himself, whether that's watching more film on, on being better defending one-on-one or playing one-on-one or scoring the ball. He's just always looking at ways on how he can become better and better himself. And I think when you've had the success, success that he's had, you could easily just sit back and say, I'm just going to be comfortable being me. But the guy just wants to be better. And I think that's huge, especially when you're one of the stars of our team. George, do you think the, uh, the defense will suffer at all because of the uh, progression of the offense this year as far as talent goes? Some people have talked about that. No, I think, you know, Coach uh, Quinn, you know, really does a good job of having us hang our hat on the defensive end, and we're going to try to be a, a top five uh, defensive team, you know, every year, and that's what we hang our hat on. Offense really thrives off our defense, so I think we know that, and I think where we start to build is from defense. Obviously, we have offensive weapons, but I think the motto here in the Jazz is if you're not going to defend, there's not a place for you to play. So I think every guy knows that, and they're going to be out there giving their all because defense is really just a mentality. I don't know if there's really much skill behind it. You just have to knuckle up and say, my guy isn't scoring and this their team isn't going to score. So if this team can be a top five defensive club as it has been in the past, offensively, can it be a top ten offense? Yeah, you know, that's what we're working, working towards. And, uh, you know, I think we've brought in some significant pieces to to get us past that and over the hump of reaching that goal um only time will tell but uh, i'm a firm believer that we can be a a top 10 um offensive team you're known as a shooter how do you shoot well uh i just think it's a mentality uh you know i just think going up there you've put in the work trusting in your work rising up there and knocking down shots and taking good shots that's the biggest thing is i think our offense really puts me in a good position to take and make 
um, good shots and it makes me look good and the, the team look good. So I think you just have to have a mentality where you're just I'm going to take great shots and I'm going to rise up there and make it. Have you always had a good touch? Is that a part of it, or uh, is how much? What's the breakdown between natural touch and hard work? Uh, you know, I don't, I don't really know the, the the difference between, but I think there's some things that come natural to some people, whether that's touch or feel. Um, but like I said, in anything that you do, you're going to have to put uh, a lot of work in. Um, people may only see that we show up on either. Tuesdays or Thursdays at Vivid, but there's a lot of work that goes in behind the scenes into making this thing go go round. And uh, there's a lot of hard work in that I put into my my game and my touch and these guys that they put into their games. So I, I would never say some things are just naturally given. Mm-hmm. Have you changed your technique and your shooting through your time? Oh, yeah. I mean, there's some little tweaks and, and things that I work on here and there just to become more efficient. Obviously, in the NBA, you have to have a quicker shot and uh so there's some things that I tweak to make that better, and whether I'm going through a shooting slump and need more arc on my shot, there's different things that I do here. But like I said, the jazz development is second to none. They just have done a great job of putting me in drills and practice that get me prepared for the game. So when I get out there, um, you know, the adjustment is seamless. What about versatility? This team seems to have a lot of players who can do a lot of things. Yeah, no, we have, like I said, 1 through 15, we have guys that can play point. We have guys that can play the two. We have guys that can play small ball center. We have guys that can play big boy basketball. Um, We have guys that can space the floor. I think that's the biggest thing for us. We added a ton of shooting, which really helps us, um, you know, especially with Mike and Donovan being in a pick and roll with uh, Rudy, where, you know, we have a ton of guys that can space the floor and make shots and not let teams uh, overhelp. Uh, I think versatility is huge in this league. I think that's the way the league is going. And I think we've done a good job this offseason of adding that. And I'm just really excited to get rolling and get forward and see what we can do this season. So I have a bet with my co-host, Jake Scott, that Donovan will average uh, above, I think we said 25, 26 points a game. Uh, I said uh, the uh, above that, and he said below it. What do you think? Uh wow that is I'm a firm believer in uh Donovan so I'm going to I'm going to take that <laughs> and I'm going to say he's going to average above that um I just would never count that kid out okay uh Quinn Snyder Will you describe him as a coach and his effect on this team? Because he seems to have really built this thing, built some momentum with it, and now there is an infusion of talent this year. How is how is the mastermind going to piece it all together? Yeah, I think when you have someone that is so, would, I don't would infatuated be the word, uh, with basketball and obsessed with becoming better, um, you're going to be successful. Um, obviously, he puts us in great positions to be successful. But I think the greatest trait that Coach has is he's relatable. Um, guys want to play for him because he's relatable. He has a personal relationship with 1 through 15 and then our two two-way guys. He's not out here only talking to the guys that are playing the most minutes. He's talking to everybody and making you feel like he's invested in your development. And he actually is. And uh, he is a no BS guy. He comes in, he doesn't sugarcoat anything and lets you know what he wants and how we're going to do things his way. But he puts so much time in that you believe that his way is going to be the way that's going to take you to the promised land. So, like I said, him just being infatuated and obsessed with, you know, becoming better in development and then him being relatable to us players. I mean, what guy wouldn't want to play for a guy like that? So, complete this sentence George Niang will be happy this season if. 
the Utah Jazz win a NBA championship. And that's really the way you look at it. That's not just talking. That's what you are dialed in. Yeah, I mean, personal goals are are cool and they're great. But I think winning a championship uh, as a team is is something I could never, ever forget. Last question for you, George. Through your experience of basketball and living your life, what, what wisdom have you gained from this that you would pass on to, say, younger kids who are coming up trying to play ball or even not even necessarily competitively? What, uh, what, what do you got? Yeah, I would just say, you know, um, whatever you're passionate about, whatever you love, chase after that with everything you got, you know, every day. I live by a quote that says, you know, by Morgan Wooten, there's no elevator to success. You have to take the stairs. You know, if you want something bad enough, you're going to have to work hard and try to jump through hoops and over obstacles uh, to get to those things. And don't let anybody, what anybody says or does hinder you from achieving your goals. If you want something bad enough, anything is possible. And whether you make the NBA or not, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. Yeah, you're right. It, it doesn't matter because some things are meant to be and some things are not meant to be. And sometimes doors are closed so other ones can be open. So there's just chase after your passion and anything can happen. Thanks, George. Yeah, no problem.